It's the weekend before the 4th of July. 4th of July is on Tuesday. We wish everyone has a safe and happy 4th, right, Tim? A very safe and happy 4th. That's right. I mean, we don't want people blowing their head and hands off and starting huge fires in the Midwest since there's been no rain. You know, be careful. Yeah, the fires are the big issue. I, I think we're beyond the age where we're trying to blow mailboxes or things up as we did in our youth, but fires wait, are serious. Wait, you, you did that? <laughs> you, just, you just made a confession. <laughs> I should confess to my priest. Um, if there may have been a, a, a moment in my youth where a mailbox was stuffed with M80s and it may or may not have exploded. Yeah, so it's our Friday bonus edition. I think I'm going to start calling them shorties, Tim. I like shorties. So you could you could call a shorty, you know, the little beer, like the Rolling Rock beers, the shorties, the little uh, Coors banquets, the little the little shorties, yeah. The little yeah. I love I love yeah. those shorties. Or you could like when you get out of the pool and it's cold. George Costanza <laughs> could be a shorty, but um, yeah, I like the shorty aspect of it. You know, the little. The little beer, the little beers, you can enjoy them in uh, moderation. Little, and Little spliffs? Yeah. Spliffs, <laughs> yeah. Right, Tim. Back in the day. My notes, uh, oh, here they are, my notes. <laughs> I was like, where'd my notes go? All right. So, you know, we Friday edition, we like to have fun, keep it basically non-trade related, talk about what's going on in our lives or what's happening in the news or yep, yep. anything like that. So. Big event in Chicago, Tim, sports-wise, I think, right? Yeah. NASCAR but, in the city, Tim. NASCAR, I'm, I'm, there's a part of me that's not very happy because I'm, I want to be there for it. I've got friends that are going. It's in our home state. It's a road course in downtown Chicago where I used to work, and we spent a lot of time, JP. I'm, I'm going to miss it, but as you know, I, I'll be in Maui this weekend and over the fourth for our friend's wedding. So, um, but yeah, that's a huge event in Chicago. My question is I went on online and they're selling tickets. I mean, couldn't you just go in an apartment building or a condo and just watch it? Sure. Kind of like the marathon when the marathon's downtown. Yeah. You can watch it. So where would you buy a ticket? Just stand on the corner and watch a car go by. I mean, I'm trying to visualize what that ticket would entail. Well, so they've got, and since I'm a, I attend races. I get NASCAR emails that are trying to sell. They have grandstands set up throughout the course. Since it's a road course, there's various areas that they have grandstands set up that you could, I, possibly set in the grandstand or they've got. Okay. So it's an enclosed course. It's not like going from the top of the, you know, near Evanston down to. It's all around Grant and then some of the streets around Grant. But yeah, it's basically down there. Well, that should be exciting, you know, something new. Hopefully there's nice weather for it. Uh, I did. I, I wanted to pull something up here that I found about that race. Sadly, Jimmy Johnson will not be racing in it. Accident with his family or? Well, his, his wife's mother and father, uh, death by suicide and um, hmm. murder and grandson was also killed so yeah pretty pretty heavy stuff but um other than that i mean <laughs> so you pulled up the road course did you see where all it goes well i didn't pull up the road course but i i i get this uh 
this email from Illinois Policy. And uh says the July 4th weekend event is expected to draw 50,000 fans. I'm surprised that's all. Yeah, and generate nearly $114 million in, in economic impact and provide hours of national TV coverage to kind of cover Chicago's image as a gleaming, <laughs> email says, gleaming lakefront tourist destination. Just don't go out at night. Uh, and then it says, assuming the Canadian wildfire haze dissipates. So has it? Uh, actually, I think it has. It's gotten better, but you know, Tuesday, Wednesday was pretty bad, and yesterday it said it was going to get better, and it wasn't. And I think today it's 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 getting a little bit better. Yeah. Well, we had storms roll through Central Illinois. Um, middle of yesterday, really severe thunderstorms rolled through Central Illinois. Our house was without power until about uh, 2 or 3 o'clock this morning, so we were without power for about 18 hours. Um, our cameras are back up. It looks like we got a little bit of rain, not a ton. We need some more because the grass is as brown as brown can be. That yeah. being said, if if the weather's nice and the haze rolls out, that's, that smoke rolls out, it could be a nice weekend there in Chicago. I'm hoping. I'm hoping, Tim. You've got big plans, I I know. Yeah, yeah, normal stuff for summer weekends, barbecues, things like that. So, should be a good time. Should be a good time. Tim, I wanted to ask you something. Well, I was going to you smoking anything? You smoking a brisket or anything? Oh, what are you insinuating? Like some some spliffs, like you mentioned spliffs? <laughs> no. You <laughs> like to smoke meat. You smoke brisket, you do ribs. I mean, I'm curious if you were doing anything like that. It's funny you mentioned this. But I'm not smoking something for the immediate future, but uh, every year we go on our fishing trip at the end of July, mm-hmm. and one on. of the one of the guys that goes is not going this year, and he smokes a brisket. And so at our fishing meeting a couple of weeks ago, where you just sit around and drink and <laughs> yeah, shoot can you shit. qualify what a fishing meeting is? It's it's just guys sitting around drinking, isn't it? So we we did we we put together a menu. You would not believe how organized this trip is. You wouldn't believe it, Tim. No, I do because we've talked about this for several years. I and I appreciate how organized it is because yeah. it would drive me nuts if it wasn't. Yeah. So we put together a menu and brisket came up, and so me and uh, my buddy are going to split the duties, and he's going to split uh, smoke half. He got basically two briskets. He's going to smoke one. And then I think Sunday morning, I'm going to smoke it and then I'll freeze it until, you know, we go up there. Uh, so that's the plan. So I, <laughs> I've been looking for, I've been calling on my buddy. He's a, he's a, like one of the best smokers, grill master, you call him. Mm-hmm. I'm asking his advice for like, what should I do? What, um, what kind of rub? You know, all the tips I can, well, that I know, but okay, I, I do like to make, sauce i like to make my own barbecue sauce every time mm-hmm. so i asked him about this like lemon barbecue sauce and he actually got back to me he said that sounds better like on pork <laughs> which makes sense so i i'm going back to the drawing board with a yeah pretty much straight up brisket barbecue like a texas style barbecue sauce okay so well, I, sorry yeah. to get you off on what you wanted to originally talk about, but I no, that was uh, it. It reminded me I got to go out there on 
<laughs> on uh, Sunday morning and get that all set up. Because now it's become a competition between whose is going to be better. My buddies are mine, and I got, you know, I've only smoked brisket once in the past, and it came out okay. But every everybody who smokes meat says that. When it comes out, they're like, ah, oh, it's okay. And then everyone who eats it's like, oh, my God, this is the best, you know, best thing <laughs> on earth. But anyway, let's move on to the next thing, Tim. Yes. I got to ask you, if you weren't doing what you were doing now, what would be like your dream job? Do you ever think about like, what would you always have wanted to do? Same dream job I had out of college that I'm glad I'm not doing, but it's it's still my dream job. I wanted to run political campaigns. When I got out, when I got out of college as a slash PR journalism major, all I wanted to do was work in politics. I wanted to run campaigns. Unfortunately, I spent some time in Washington D.C. Um, for an uh, internship, and I hated it. Yeah, nothing about this. Was city. it just the atmosphere? Or the-, the atmosphere, the just cutthroat. It, everybody, you yeah. didn't know who to trust, and and I had connections, so I. I had some ability to work in some pretty nice areas, but just I still kind of wish I'd have stuck it out because I was young and I could have figured it out eventually. But that that or second baseman for the St. Louis Cardinals, but that was never going to happen. That's right. That's right. So mine would have been calling games at Wrigley Field, be the color guy at at Wrigley Field. I don't – that was kind of early on. I don't know what – a lot of stuff I'd like to do now, like be a fishing guide. You know, older you get, you're like, I mm-hmm. I could just sit on a boat and show people where to fish and collect money for it, you know. But I think overall in my life, I would I always follow the Cubs, you know, watching games on WGN, Tim, at Wrigley oh, Field. Yeah. Right after school, you'd come home and watch the last three innings, and just calling a game there would have been just been pretty cool for me, yeah. I umped for a short period of time after college, just like little league. I was also coaching little league and I was doing some pony league umping and stuff like that. I always thought that would have been fun as well. Becoming a professional umpire or referee, you know, in a sports league. I thought that would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like <laughs> it's like being an ump now is there's no, glory in it get yeah that's get true. the that's true. parents on your back and man it leads to fist fights and yeah <laughs> it's, it's I, and i i think that's yeah i don't blame the umps i mean i think that's just what our cultures become well you know what there's a there's a there's a referee shortage in basketball and every time like i sit next to people who are pretty passionate they yell at the umps and they're screaming at the umps and Every once in a while, they're like, I don't see you out here. And it's true. That's why I don't really yell. Like, I, if I'm not doing it, if I'm not out there, why Why would I criticize? Yeah, you can um, makes a bad call. You you have a, your right to voice your opinion. But to just harp on a ref who's running up and down the court and trying to – he's not trying to suck. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Yeah. And, and nowadays, these refs, the only way they're able to – become a ref in the playoffs or, you know, get appointed to be a ref in the playoffs or be at the Super Bowl or NBA finals or world series, they get points for how they ref throughout the year. So it's, it's important to them to be their best. 
But at some point, robotic umpires will be in baseball. I was just going to ask you, when do you think that's going to be? Well, they're talking about possibly having um, spring spring training and or uh, AAA or, or AA using For robotic. balls and strikes, are you talking about? Or for- yep, balls and strikes yeah. starting uh, full-time next year or the following year. I see it in Major League Baseball within the next five years. I got to say, though, you know, with the – you know, they have the pitch tracks of the box, you know, mm-hmm. that you can mm-hmm. see on, on TV. And if a ball goes like just nudges on the outside and the pitch and the ump calls it a strike and us, everyone at home is like, oh, my God, did you see that? It was not even in the zone. He's using this is, again, this might be the argument for for computerized balls and strikes, calling balls and strikes. But they do a pretty good job, I got to say. You they know. certainly do. It's not like back in the day when Glavin and Maddox threw the ball like nine inches outside and they get the call. Remember that? <laughs> or Don Deckinger's missing a call at first base for the Cardinals and losing a World Series. I mean, yeah, no, I uh, it, mistakes happen. We all make them. All right, one last thing. Yes. So at AHR last year, I went to um, – it was a social media influencer seminar. Eric was on it. Mm-hmm. And Last there was day. probably like 10 other guys like Omar and Michael Flynn and, and uh, just a bunch of, bunch of really good leader, what I call leaders in the industry on social media. And a question I asked was, I was in the audience watching and I had a question. I said, you know, what do you do when you get someone negative who comments on your stuff or, and they say, you know what? We just try to ignore it. Or what we say is same, S A M E. We just put same, and it doesn't really mean anything. But it's just like we're just, <laughs> just back at you, or same, whatever, and then move on. I gotta think that negative comments. It's very tempting to get back to somebody or to to get in a fight with somebody. And you know, we talked about this before we came on with Eric and there's some people out there that are just really hateful or negative people. And you had mentioned like maybe just blocking them or unfriending or unfollow, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if that really, does that help? I mean, I guess, you know, you don't have to deal with it, but I don't know. I I feel like maybe if someone has a conversation with me, we can kind of come to a, a mutual conclusion of respect or whatever that maybe they can realize that they're just being an asshole, but I, I don't know if that's possible. I, I, John, I in we did talk to, we were on a call earlier this morning talking about some stuff and this came up. I complete agreement with you that there are times when you think that let's have a conversation offline. Let's find out what the issues are. And I think there can be some mutual respect that's gained from that. I think sometimes asshats are just asshats and they're tools mm-hmm. and they are who they are and they're not going to change. Keyboard, keyboard warriors are all over. Um, and sometimes what comes across as being a dick online could just be an opinion and they don't know how to state it. So that's where the behind the scenes conversations that you're talking about, I think, are, are can come to a positive um, outlet um, or, you know, positive um way to approach it at the end of the day there's just assholes out there one of the things you know i've been pretty impressed with especially on so uh 
Instagram social media is that the community is very supportive of each other and want to uplift each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, I, I said, we tried to, we try to uplift the trades, but there's always somebody that's like, just, it's like almost like a cancer, like cut it out. You know, like you said, just unfollow them or block them and just get rid of it. But for the most part, the community is positive and, and, um, you know, we, we had this Instagram live last night with, uh, this woman from Boston. Her name is Rachel James. She does financial advising and stuff. And, and Mike Prinkavage, he's in California. And I thought they knew each other and they, they never had met. They just kind of talked via social media and they created this, this bond and this relationship, this professional relationship with that's what this is about, right? It's not to tear each other up or to talk stupid politics or to talk derogatorily about somebody. It, it just It's just a waste of time. JP, 95% of the influencers or social media contacts that I work with on behalf of Mechanical Hub or Plumbing Perspective or just friends with on my social media platforms, 95% of them I've never met. But we've created a bond through social media, some closer than others. Um, and on the occasion, I do finally get to meet some of them. You know, it's it's like a long lost buddy, you've, you know, that you haven't seen in, you know, 25 years. It's it's a lot of fun to connect with them. I mean, for instance, hanging out with Michael Flynn and George the Plumber at Ish w- with rims for a couple of days. Guys that I'd met once or twice before, but never really knew, I got to know them pretty well and yeah. really up my respect for them. Yeah. I guess my suggestion is if you're that negative or you're that pessimistic on social media, maybe it's just time to look at inward and see if there's something you can improve upon yourself. I don't say that flippantly. I, I really believe that because if you're projecting outward, especially yeah. in a public space like social media, then yeah. I think it's time to work on yourself. I agree. That's all I got, Tim. Well, no, you got more. You got <laughs> you got you got briskets and dogs and all kinds of stuff to do this weekend. You've got more. I think I might have told you my buddy's trying to get this rock fest tickets. That's in a couple of weeks on a weekend, so yeah. Um, <laughs> might see some posts from me from Slipknot. It's funny because when I went <laughs> when I went to uh, real quick when I went to Watts in Fort Worth. Yeah, and Ryan Cascaden, Cascaden, um, we were talking about it, and he's talking about music, and I said, "Yeah, you know, I like heavier stuff like Slipknot," and he's like, "I can't believe you like Slipknot," and I'm like, "Well, yeah," and he goes, "I just I don't picture it," so I'm going to text if I'm at that concert, I'm texting yeah, pictures <laughs> of, of the show. So, well, see, I know I know the John Mason Brink that likes Slipknot, so yeah, I that doesn't surprise me in the least. Yeah, but no, I like all types of music. I, I like, was just going to say, you like all types of music, Ryan. If you're listening, be be ready for the text from the Slipknot show. Well, I'll be, uh, as you know, heading to Maui today with my wife. Yeah. We've got a friend getting married on uh, Monday, and then a big luau reception on Tuesday. So I'll be. Uh, we've got some excursions. We're doing some fun stuff while we're over there. So looking forward yeah. to it. Never been, never been there. So yeah, looking forward to it. Aloha and Kamana Wanalea, Tim. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. So that's what you say when you get off the plane to the 
to the woman that gives you the lay. Yeah, and my wife will look at me and just shake her head. Do they still do that? I wonder. At the, I, at the I have no no clue. I, I, I know they not. do at the luau's, um, but uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. Going to a pineapple tour. We're doing a distillery tour. Some that's, waterfall. That's on my list, Tim. I want to go to Hawaii. I mean, I've been to Fiji, but never to Hawaii. I want to go. So yeah, it's uh, it's not cheap. I'll I'll be I will admit that, but it's one of those. Hey, friends, getting married. Got to go. All right, Tim. We'll have a blast, and uh, you will be off next Friday. I'll have a, a special guest on. I'm trying to get on. So well, I hope. You're getting on who we talked about you getting on. I think that'll yeah. be that'll be a good that'll be a good Friday bonus. In the meantime, everybody be safe, have fun, enjoy the enjoy the Fourth of July fireworks. Um eat well. All right. See you, buddy. We'll talk to you later.